folks. <clears throat> we are live here at Studio D in Chicta, Vegas. It is the Thomas Takeover post-game show. I'm your host, the General. We got Ryan Thomas in the building. We got DJ Supreme, show sponsor, Picasso's Pizza. Guys, this was one hell of a weekend. I'm just going to start with that. I, I would agree with you. It, it, it was a blur in, in some parts, but it, but it was a good weekend for sure. Oh, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, we're all three of us are going with the maniac look right now. Yep. <laughs> Sunglasses on. You definitely don't want to see what's on underneath. Uh, but shout out to Just Dish and Hockey for this fresh pair of specs. I mean, we got Ryan Thomas with the dead specs. I get the, the nail with the, the holiday Mikey, greens. I the mean, Mikey Coles uh, sunglasses yeah, right now. Hey, the Bills, the Bills didn't look that great yesterday offensively, but the three of us do right now. <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, uh, DJ Supreme, Bills lose 24-17 in New England, go to 10-5 and on the season. Rec Room was out of control. It, it felt like a playoff game. It felt almost like... I couldn't even imagine a playoff game or like a Super Bowl like at that place. Oh, we're gonna be there, and we and folks, we will be we're, there. We're closing in. Oh, uh, it's closing in on what two weeks now? Yeah, just yeah. Yeah. just over yeah. two weeks from today. We're realistically gonna be in Houston. I know there's some scenarios that can play out today uh, to determine. You know, is it gonna be Houston? Is it gonna be the Chiefs? I don't want to go to Kansas City. No, no. no. I, I would, li- no, I would like. The, yeah, I would like the Houston matchup uh, out of any matchup that could be, you know, offered to us in that wild card round. I would say the Houston one is most ideal. Exactly. For sure, most but, ideal. Ryan, yes. let's start with you right away. Yep. Uh, initial thoughts about that game yesterday against New England. You know, for as dominant as this Buffalo Bills defense has been throughout the season, I would say that uh, this game, you know. There were some fundamentally, there were some errors, I, yep. I guess, on this defensive side of the ball. Uh, poor tackling, um, mismatches, and Brady is going to expose those mismatches when you have, you know, a, a linebacker covering a tight end or maybe a smaller corner covering a longer, bigger receiver. Uh, Tom Brady is is as good as it gets at exposing a weakness in any defense, whether it's a great defense like Buffalo's or or especially a piss poor defense, um, you know that he has played from time to time throughout the season. So Buffalo's defense, really, I thought moments they they broke yesterday, and uh, I guess that is a little bit concerning as we trudge along here, hope, hoping to win a playoff game this season. No, exactly. In the defense, like they've done all season long, they get they put the offense in the right positions to succeed, and once again, the Bills couldn't get it done. And it's not it, – it, you have to give respect to the Patriots' defense because their defense, their secondary especially, is elite in every sense of the term. Right. I mean, it, the one end-around play in the first half, Stephon Gilmore ran almost sideline to sideline to make a tackle on what – you know, a play that was well-designed. That would have been a first down against almost any other team in the league. But Stephon right. Gilmore has – you know, I, former Bill – we we kind of we were a little bitter about a how he left a and, salty. and went to the yeah. to the division rivals. But the guy is a freak. Yeah, he, this is the best football that he's played in his entire career. Exactly, like, this is the first season that I could actually say Stephon Gilmore is probably the best corner in the NFL. Yes, I mean right Top right five. at this point. I mean, and and I know that exact play that you're talking about. He literally it. it he looked like he he was superhuman on that play. That his speed, his closing distance of yep. getting to the ball, and wow! I mean, that Patriots defense and, is really special. And I right. gotta bring up real quick about before the game. You know, obviously, Barstool, Stool Presidente, Portnoy, 
Well, I was watching his, you know, pregame thing where he, he puts his locks in. How like Patriots fans, they just sleep through the season. They don't even care, and all of a sudden they wake up and it's December, and there's two weeks to go, and they're ready for the playoffs, and they're ready for the AFC Championship. Yesterday, it it, it just I kind of I woke up myself too. I'm like, the Patriots are kind of they're back. I mean, that's a big win for that team against a Buffalo Bills defense where everyone once again is like, are the Patriots done? Is this it? And I'm looking the first three drives for the Patriots. Thank God that fumble occurred. Right. Next right. one was 75 yards. The next one was 81 yards. They haven't been able to do that in weeks, getting methodical drives and seeing Brady do what he does. Six for six, seven for seven on the couple drives. And yesterday his numbers, what was he, 26 of 33. It was a right. great game for Tom Brady. It's like, I don't want to say the Patriots are back, but it's like. Their, their, offense, their offense was definitely back in this yeah. game. I mean, th- those are the type of drives that Tom Brady has orchestrated for the Last 20 years. Yes, and he was able to do it against a, a Buffalo Bills defense that the narrative going into the game was that Buffalo's defense was primed and, and was more primed and ready this game than, any, than yes. any game. And Tom Brady said, hey, watch me now. <laughs> right. And that's well, and much like the Buffalo Bills, how I mentioned that our defense has bailed us out of a lot of games. That's what the, Patri- the Patriots defense has been doing all season long. Right, right. So, you know, we couldn't. We couldn't find any consistency on offense yesterday. Pats were back to, you know, the, the Patriot way on offense, much to our chagrin. But, you know, I, I, I'm optimistic because if, if we see them again, we're not losing to the Pats three times in one year. I, would so hope, that, I, would, I don't think so. Supreme, yeah. the, one, the, the one thing I'm going to say, 32-3. and three. Yeah. It's disgusting. We have to go there again. I'm just saying it's just – I'm not saying we can't do it, but just the numbers and just the, like – how he struggled so much the past few weeks and just made our defense look, you know what I mean? I guess, and, and time of possession, I know it's not that big of a deal. They had the ball for thir- oh, almost 39 that, minutes. I think that's, 39 minutes that, that is crazy. I honestly think that's the key stat in any battle between the Bills and Patriots is yes. uh, you know minimizing those long drives of the Patriots' offense. If Buffalo can do that in any game against the Patriots, they've been able to find success, even in ones that they've lost, if they're um, minimizing those drives and forcing the Patriots' defense back out onto the field. They did not do that. No. You know? and, and at one point, Buffalo did have the lead in this game. We'll go into that, yeah. but the the Bills' offense was just not really up to snuff in, in this one either. No, and about those drives that I was talking about with the Patriots in that first half, that they had that seventy five yard drive, then the eighty one yard drive where we bend, we bended but didn't break. Right, right. You know, forced them to field. It wasn't almost that was a nine minute drive, and the Bills' defense after that started to wake up a little bit. Yep. And yep. Instead of giving up that, you know, what could have been. I mean, that first half, it it was only ten to three. But it felt like we were down three touchdowns. Yeah, and, and oddly enough, you know, I'm standing there with you guys watching the game at Rec Room, and I, I, Maniac and me were, you know, conversating, and I literally said at halftime, it felt like the Bills' offense barely had the football. It felt like they barely, yes. they were barely out there, and yep. and and they literally were barely out there. <laughs> no, exactly, and that's that when when you're that far off in the time of possession battle, you can't really expect to win the game. No, no. and Bills were down ten three. You had that punt, which set up New England around the 50 with what? Pretty much, I think it was like two minutes ago. And what a tackle by Kevin Johnson on that fourth down. Beautiful. They went beautiful. forward. That could have yeah. changed the game easily. Right. So instead of it being 10 10 at halftime, that could easily be 13 3 or 17 right. 3 New England. Kevin Johnson with a monster tackle. Was that on Nikhil Harry, I believe? Yes, it was. And yep. uh, right, what happens? Right where it needed to be, too. We, we Beautiful. Go down, oh, he, he's yeah. like helicopters in <laughs> right, the air. Right, And then um, that Allen throw to Knox. 
Fort Knox. We think he's in. I, that's the thing I love about Rec Room. We had the double celebration. We did. The smoke's yeah. going off. Shout song's going off. We were tied at 10. Nope. We're on the half-yard line. And uh, Allen to who? Dion Dawkins to tie the game. That was just an awesome moment. <laughs> that, that was great. great. That was awesome. And to see Bill Belichick so pissed. He was it furious. Remi- it reminded so mad. me of seeing Nick Saban against Auburn this year, where he was just flat out. They, sc- they screwed him at the end of the game. It was great. Great coaching by Gus Melzon. But yesterday, having D- uh, Dion Dawkins out left, as, and he was eligible. Like, yeah, he was. Yeah, it was and beautiful. They, don't they call. have to announce it over yeah. the, the speaker? They, do. Yeah. Uh, they all knew it. They all knew it. and so He wasn't even the left tackle in that play. He was like the outside whatever. Yeah. Outside tight end oh, on that one. You already know. He was doing the... <laughs> we, literally, we, we were literally, you know, celebrating twice, and the owner of Rec Room is literally, like, telling us, hey, just give it, like, five more minutes before you guys go live, because the crowd is just too loud right now. And it was it was unreal. It, the, the place was packed, and it was a great atmosphere. That play, everyone was unglued. I believe yeah. it was a word that maniac right, right. used. Yeah. The perfect word to describe it. Just an absolute oh. amazing time. Second half starts. Second drive for the Bills. Your play of the game with John Brown. Oh my God! Oh. As far as Josh Allen's inability to to land that deep ball pass to complete that deep ball pass, Allen to John Brown. That was that was the best pass he's probably made in his career. I'd say. That was beautiful, beautifully timed. He was getting, he was getting he was rushed, getting rushed and, and he kind of stepped back and just let it fly, and he trusted his instincts. And I think that's the thing with Josh Allen that I've talked about a lot is that he he hesitates sometimes when he's yep. throwing that deep ball. He's throwing that deep ball too late or sometimes even too early on that play. It was literally beautiful, perfection. On the money, on the money, in stride. Right, right. And, and the Knox throw was, was a great throw as well. So it was nice to see, you know, two throws from Allen that were deep ball throws that were that were big plays. Well, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what we've been looking for yep. all season long. And it's and it was bittersweet because I feel like he had a few other opportunities throughout the game, especially in the second half, to connect on some other throws similar to that where we would like to see him doing that more consistently, Allen, that is. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was that was electric. And, and one, real quick, yeah, yeah, look, sure. I want to talk about the second half. I know I brought this yep. up in the first half, but these are some second half stats that I want to bring up, too, about the Patriots and their drives. Mm-hmm. So, Pat's second half drives, they had a 44-yard drive resulting in a field goal, a 77-yarder that revealed in, uh, went into a field goal, and 59 yards for a touchdown. That's not like this Bills defense, and it's not yeah. like this Patriots offense the past few weeks other than the right. Cincinnati game. I mean, you know how Cincinnati's defense is, but that's just so frustrating. that It's December in Foxborough. Playoffs are two weeks away, and here comes Brady. He's clicking with, a, with some no, with no-name people, too. It's just unreal it's that unreal. we haven't been able to go to that stadium, that building, and beat them. It, it just other than what, other than Brissette, right other yeah. than yeah and, and the Brady yeah, and the Brady era I guess you could say but yeah it's it's unbelievable it really is it's methodical and, there's such a well-oiled machine it was just so frustrating to see them just go down the field go down the field right and the, and you use the word frustrating it's the perfect word to describe watching Bill's Pats for our entire lives yeah. because as far as I'm concerned I was going into this game expecting a loss and somehow. I still get so upset when yep. we when when we have the end outcome because much like week four, we had the game. It was there for the taking. Right. What we didn't, didn't we take do? over. We didn't take over. We were only taking part. Exactly. Yeah. And Thank I, you. I felt, I felt that as well. You know, I, watching this game, there were a lot of 
similarities between this game and the and the loss to the Patriots in Week Four. And to you know share your opinion, I definitely feel that way going into these games against the Patriots. Oh, it's going to be another loss. But the Bills are literally losing these games by like the skin of their teeth. This was a very winnable game in hindsight. We look at the stats and everything, and even time of possession. But I think we let them take over this game. I felt like there were opportunities that were definitely left out on the field. No, certainly, hundred percent. I mean, the, the, just the time of possession battle, uh, but. You know who was leading the way and and chewing up all that clock for them? It drives me absolutely nuts how it's someone different every single time we play them. Uh, And this time, it was Rex Burkhead. Are you kidding me? Rex Burkhead could not. I wouldn't even be in the league if he weren't on the Patriots. (laughs) Rex Burkhead could not even get tackled. Uh, They could not. The the defense could not tackle. That's what we want to talk about. Yeah. They have not seen anything like that this season from the Bills defense. No, definitely not. So definitely frustrating. So other than, yeah, and other than. We're talking about yeah, we're talking about the tackling, the Bills defense, the inability to get pressure on Brady. Once again, he gets another game against the Bills. He's not sacked. Zero, zero sacks. Zero, sacks. zero. and that is the key to beating Tom Brady. Everybody knows it. it, it the book to beat this team is is out. Yeah, it just it, they just can't do it because the Patriots are so well coached. Tom Brady in both of those Super Bowls against the Giants, he was getting pressured all day all, long all day. and against the Philadelphia Eagles. And how great right. though is the Oliver head on Brady? Oh, it was beautiful. amazing. Beautiful. How, how, how stupid. slow is Tom Brady? <laughs> he's literally, I've never seen someone that, like. He's the most unathletic quarterback ever. I've ever seen uh, He's yeah, so he's like, slow. It reminds, it reminds me of Peyton Manning, like, his last year. Yeah. When he was, bang, he was banged up, so he wasn't, I mean, Peyton Manning was never a scrambler. He wasn't fast yeah, ever. Right. But he was extra, so it was like, it was almost like they slower than molasses. motion <laughs> that his side of the ball, and then we're, we're running full speed. Rec room exploded on that Oliver had. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. And what was funny about that was, I don't know if it was the play before Oliver leveled Brady or, you know, plays after, but Ed Oliver's on top of Tom Brady after he gets rid of the ball on another play, and Tom literally grabs Ed Oliver's foot and, like, tries yes. to trip him. I'm like, what's, what's right, up right with that? Blew that up yeah, on I oh, saw yeah, that, right. and I'm like, what was Talbot. up with that? Yeah, and you see... This is a rivalry. I know that oh. they went 32 and they've gone 32 and 3, but this is a rivalry dating back to when Drew Bledsoe came over here from Lawyer the Patriots. Lawyer Malloy. 31 nothing game. Yeah. game. This, this is a rivalry, whether people want to give it that full competitive rivalry um, <sighs> stigma. But just, yeah, I mean, it, 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 we're so close. We're getting close. And it, that's so frustrating. It, just, like, it drives me nuts. Like I said, watching Portnoy yesterday, dude. The way he talks, like. They didn't even give a shit about the regular season. And it's December in Foxborough. They just wake up with no matter who's on their team. No Gronk. Doesn't matter. They just... So many drives over 50 yards against this Bills defense. And this is the game that everyone's watching because the Patriots are one of those marquee teams, obviously. And I said in, in, you know, posts that I made that the Bills are playing for respect. And this is an opportunity in this game for the Bills to actually take some respect and and then be given respect after a win or even a a great performance. And although it was a one-score game, it just it didn't seem like they were really in it. Like mentally in moments throughout the game, there were some lapses for sure. Like, I mean, like we're saying, that in that first half. Oh, especially. Down, really right. on, but to have a chance at the end of the game on the last play pretty much to tie it up, is, it's impressive. Right, right. Not a lot of teams can do that. Um, unfortunately, though, New England's going to have, you know, a first-round bye, and then they'll be home throughout the playoffs until 
they'd either face who they who who would they potentially face? Do you know how how that uh, rocks? So if they're the two yeah. seed, do they face the winner of the? Well, they would they would face the lower the, seed, yeah, of the, of the winners, the, yeah, the, like the middle seed, whatever. Like, would it, would it be like either three, four, or five, depending on who whether wins, six wins right. or right. whether five wins or not? Yeah, they had, they could play the Chiefs, for example, if they finish as a three seed and win, they could play us if oh the six God. seed knocks off the Chiefs right. or whoever is yep. in that seed. So there's still, I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting, like. How week seventeen? This is all uncharted territory for us. That's why we're trying to figure this right, all out right, out right, here. Right. here. Yeah. Um, but no, but it, 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 it's really it's interesting to me that we're going into week seventeen, and just after the game ended yesterday, it's probably about five minutes after the game ended. Everybody's filing out of rec room. We're we're packing up the gear, and it dawns on me: we're in the playoffs. Who gives yeah. a shit? Right, yeah. right. Because it, really. It's, it's incredible. I, I and I let's everyone. I paid DJ Supreme his twenty bucks. I he said did. The, I said the Bills yeah. would win nine or he less did. games. He took ten or more after that frustrating stretch middle of the season. I mean, think about these past five weeks. You knock off Denver at home. You shock the world on Thanksgiving. You play the best team in the NFL, the Ravens, at home in a tough. That was matchup a dog fight. Yeah, that was like really that. good. Then really good Then you go matchup. to on Sunday Night Football on prime time against Duck Hodges, whatever. But you still play. A, a very tough defense, get it done there, and then you hang tight with the Patriots. What a five weeks for the Buffalo Bills and our fans. That's yeah. incredible. It's a great stretch, and it's been a great season. I mean, 10-5, and five, they've clinched the playoffs for the second time in, in three years, and it's all due to Sean McDermott. I mean, if I could pinpoint one factor that made this one team great again, it, it is him. And there are fans out there that want to criticize him for certain things, like not throwing that challenge flag on the bad spot and stuff like that. But as far as what he has done to completely reinvigorate this team and yep. change what we think of the Buffalo Bills as. Like, we look at the Buffalo Bills now as as a perennial contender for many years to come, right? Yep. I know I do, you know? The, they, listen, we call him the Pope of the process for a reason. Because he's got, he has the team cohesive. He has everybody working together and working for each other. And with McDermott, one thing that I was very critical of him when he first came to Buffalo for, I mean, there were a lot of times when – McDermott's situational decision making right. was very poor, and he would have playmakers. I, I remember Shady, even Allen, yep. and others would bail him out by making plays. They bail out McDermott of his bad decision making, yep. and this year he's been exceptional. I thought he's done an, an amazing job with his situational decision making and his game planning throughout the course of the entire season. You kind of see the confidence of the team grow as the confidence in Sean McDermott grows as he gets more comfortable making those sideline decisions. The team is is more comfortable. Josh Allen, last 11 games, 23 touchdowns, three INTs, and two fumbles. Pretty impressive. From a guy who had, what, three or four? No, four turnovers against the Patriots week four? I, I said it a few oh, yeah. weeks ago, and, and I'll say it again. We'll be talking about Josh Allen two, three years from now as a perennial MVP candidate. I mean, what would Ryan, this team? What would this Ryan, team? What would this Ryan, team? Just, just think. Easy. Just think. With all due respect to our boy Matt Barkley, I think Matt Barkley. I, I love Matt Barkley. I'm so thankful that he's the QB two on this team because I think he, he, him and Allen work together really well. Yep. But when Josh Allen is in that lineup under center, that team just has a different energy, a different mojo, yep. and it is only growing with the experience and the confidence in the team and in the coaching staff. Oh, how about that quarterback sneak? 
the no second other effort. No can do. I mean, right. maybe one or two. Maybe a Russell. Just like in the uh, Dallas game, Brady. the second effort, the third effort, fourth and effort, face and the face getting mask. Getting his face mask grabbed halfway through, but he's battling, finding a way to get that extra yard or two. I mean, it was incredible. Both, both times against Dallas and yesterday, I've, Beautiful. I mean, just yeah. fired up. Another play, another another time where rec room exploded. Oh. And it, one thing I want to bring up too, when it comes to you know when you when you go to New England in December, you're not only playing the Patriots, you're playing the Zebras, and it's tough. And and right. yesterday was a, an instance where the Patriots were six and a half point favorites, and they covered the spread by a half a point. Uh, R.I.P. All the Bills betters uh, on that one. That's a little, little Bobby Kraft doing a little yeah, grease. A little, and, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you, you lost. Or Belichick. You, you, you lost. You lost <laughs> Bills money line. You can't cover the six and a half. And yesterday was a game where the public and the amount of betters out there and the percentages yep. were on the Bills. So it's very right. rare to see people fading New England. And when that happens, look what happened. They cover the spread. They win at home. They get it done. And the Bills have four more penalties. I think it was seven to three in penalties. Bills had seven. Pats had three. But and a couple of like the the spot where the balls were, the miss face mask. There were multiple times where that stuff like that came up. It is, it is crazy how that happens. And you want the only thing I wonder is not if there was the envelope. But how thick was the envelope? And who gave it? I mean, was it Robert Kraft? Was it Belichick? Or was it both? And I mean, for all the talk the of guy. for all the or the <laughs> yeah for all the talk of how great the Patriots are, I think it does need to be said that this isn't a, a first time thing, a second time thing, a third, fourth. This has happened multiple times where they've been under fire as far as suspicious stuff that has gone on as they prepare for games. And I, I think it's time the NFL has to they got to do something about it eventually, right? Like throw throw the gavel down and just say, hey, enough is enough. I mean, well, I mean, they're probably going to lose another first, second round pick. After this investigation goes down, there's some. I mean, there's still some news to come out. I honestly right. think they should take every draft pick that they have in 2020. I mean, is it something really groundbreaking? Significant, significant right? Yeah, because well, and and that's the thing that frustrates me so much, at least about Patriots fans, is that they've been so successful. They're so they're so spoiled and entitled to their winning. You know, and the much credit to Belichick. To Brady right. and all the things that they've done to win all for this period of time, I respect that fully. Mm-hmm. But when you when you get into cheating and then your fan base says to themselves, "Oh, the league's out to get us," you've you're done doing it five shit times, that's yeah. illegal <laughs> right. or borderline or right. both. So like, don't don't pull that card out. Oh, Goodell, he's out to get us with the clown shirts and like. I just I, I I don't agree with that whole aspect of it. No, and guys, it's it's so crazy to think as Bills fans. That our teenage years, our 20s, now we're approaching our 30s, have yeah. been tormented by Boston sports. And Ryan Thomas, sorry, but shame on you for being a Red Sox fan. <laughs> I could never root for a Boston sports team. I mean, just living through the Bruins, the Red Sox, the Celtics, the Patriots, and all those championships. I, it's, just, it's just disgusting to think what we've been through. I mean, I'm 29. Last time the, the Bills were in the playoffs, obviously 2017, before that was 99. Right. So this is, like you said, uncharted territory for us. I feel like the whole Boston City thing is different, though, because you go to Boston now, and even though the Patriots have won six Super Bowls and they get the greatest draft steal of all time in Tom Brady, you go to Boston, Massachusetts, that is still a baseball city. It is still a basketball city. Yeah. I, I see it every time I go there, and it, it blows my mind that Buffalo is far more of a football city oh, no, than, yeah, than New England. I mean, come on. It's With crazy. all the success, too. Right, right. And they're, and they're spoiled. And I just I, I can't stand it. But 
wait, wait, here, you know I'm optimistic, boys. I mean, 10 wins, <laughs> let's go. 10, ten so, and 5, let's get it. <laughs> that's right. Speaking of while it's being a little thicker. But the Pats, they're on the way out. The Bruins, they might be okay for a little while longer, but someone like Char, he's on his way out. The Red Sox are in the midst of a rebuild. That being the first, Red Sox I'd be the are first to admit it. And, yeah. and the Celtics are a couple of players leaving away from being bad again. Yeah, and Boston I, I sports love, was brutal. Who's the, who's the coach? Brad Stevens? Brad, Brad Stevens. Stevens. Yeah. He's, a, he's favorite coach in the NBA. Yes, yeah, 100%. He's, he's great. He's oh, a yeah. great coach, but, you know, Nate Oates, great coach down in Alabama, not having a great season because his players aren't that great this cool. year. So I think with Boston sports, they're about to be on the way out. And let's not rem- let's not forget that Boston sports, before we were born or when we were growing up, they were a joke for forever. How long was it that the Red Sox hadn't won a World Series? Eighty-six years. Decades. You know, there, there, were, there were some really, really good teams yeah. that didn't that didn't make that push. Baseball is just one of those sports where anything can human right. anything humanly possible can happen. Yeah, you, you can, know, you can set up a camera in center field and bang on some drums and no right, right, right. <laughs> throw the records and, out and, and, exactly. and not get punished for it. Yet. Yeah, no, but they, <laughs> they will. But that's they the thing will, too. Is like I don't. I mean, I don't give a shit what happened before I was alive. Really, right. I mean, I know you know history matters, right. but history, yeah. I really don't. Like, if I didn't experience the Bills going to those Super Bowls firsthand, I don't give a shit. With, and with with like with the, the Bills, even with the Sabers, we have a lot to look forward to. And Boston is on the way out as we're yep. on the way in. You, you know, what, you know what I'm looking forward to. It's it's time for my favorite part of the show. It's the Ryan Thomas takeaway player and train wreck of the game. Let's start it off with the Thomas train wreck of the Bills-Patriots game. It's tough for me to say this, too, because this Bills defense has been so dominant throughout the season, but I think the train wreck of the game was was Buffalo's defense. Mm -hmm. Their inability to tackle Rex Burkhead, uh, stopping the run with Sony Michelle. I mean, the Patriots mix their offense so well in terms of their run game. They always have. But Buffalo, being that we play this team twice a year on the defensive side of the ball, they should have expected that. Yeah. And it was almost like they were caught off guard by it. They were just mystified uh, yeah. on the defensive side of the ball, and it was very frustrating. Yeah, New England rushing. They, they picked up a buck 43 on the ground. That's a great day on the ground. It is. It's a great day. Defense. And the Bills' run defense has been really good with some newfound glory with Ed Oliver and Shaq Lawson yeah. and Phillips. And, and something I mentioned to you guys during the game was how many times did the Patriots have like second and short or third and short? We couldn't get them into those third or second and third and long situations. They were picking up chunks of yardage on first and second down, which made it easy for Tom Brady to connect on short throws and to convert. They were making the first guy miss almost every single time, you know, adding in that, you know, second and short, and then they do a pass play on second and short as they always do, and then they get you know, even another fifteen yards on yep. those second and shorts. It was rough. <laughs> Definitely rough. Yeah. I mean we, I know we've talked about it ad nauseum, but the time of possession battle. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is sort that's of on our game defense. is won and lost. Yeah, for sure. Give me the Ryan Thomas player of the game. Player of the game, I think the takeover player of the game for me is John Brown. I mean, he's been phenomenal for the Buffalo Bills. What a acquisition that was yep. for this offense. Um, and, and an underrated one, I would say, too, because he bounced around a couple teams, went from the Cardinals to the Ravens. He's the wide receiver one of this current Buffalo Bills team. And Josh Allen has really relied on him ever since training camp, really. I remember being at training camp and seeing him just feeding John Brown targets, yep. and it's been that way all season long. Oh, yeah, John Brown, smoke. He, sm- he smoked them yesterday for that touchdown. He gave us a chance. Was the play of the game that that was the longest play from scrimmage all season long for the Buffalo Bills. The Allen to John Brown 
Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Heard that on the uh-huh. broadcast. And yeah, I thought, uh, what? If I was in yeah. Sydney uh-huh. right now, I'd probably fall over. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and let's get the Ryan Thomas takeaway of the game. Thomas takeaway of the game. The New England Patriots continue to be a thorn in the side of the Buffalo Bills. For as much as the Buffalo Bills have progressed over the last few years and in the Sean McDermott era, the, the last step of, of being an elite team is Buffalo beating the New England Patriots. And they're, they're so close yet so far. And I think next year is the year that they'll do it. I have a feeling that the playoffs won't work itself out in the way that New England will play us. But I think next year with a lot of new acquisitions, with plenty of cap space, plenty of draft capital, I think the Buffalo Bills will be a much better team on paper and on the field next year to take down New England. I agree. And the one thing, too, is if, if, if we do go to New England, it, it's going to be, once again, we'll probably be a seven, seven and a half, eight point dog. Um, you saw the spread earlier there. They were in Buffalo. It was seven. Yeah. In New England, it was six and a half. So the market's adjusting. We're figuring out the Buffalo Bills were close. They're a they tough team. Close. They are a tough team. And how, how about Tom Brady's Instagram post making fun of the Bills or his story or whatever? He, he always like throws those little. Buffalo is going down. He, he did like oh, that. he did that. Wow. Yep. Wow. He always throws those corny posts out there. And I mean, he's just the, chilling in his the, house. The guy's got a lot to be happy about. Yeah. So I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> Listen, Tom. You're tacky, and we hate you. <laughs> oh, my God. So next week, we got the Jets at home yep. in a matchup where doesn't mean anything. We're the five seed. And you expect to see him bark- Barkley next week? Second half, maybe? Uh, I would I would say so. I-, I would like to see him get a start. I'd like to see Allen sit. I mean, even if it's in the second half, if Allen plays the first half and, and they make that switch, I'd like to see them do that really across the board, you know, on both offense and defense and give the opportunity to guys that haven't really had those snaps that could eventually need them in the playoffs if we unfortunately do have an injury or something of that nature. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. the, the, the objective of next week is just stay healthy. Right. That's stay all, healthy all that matters. And, and prepare for whoever we're playing. And, that, that, and it is a little worrisome. I'm a little anxious about how next week goes because of all that shit that the Jets were pulling in week one. I mean, they're, they're, they're a dirty team, this current Jets team. And you know that I mean, they know if they they'd like to beat us, but they know that it's not going to mean anything ultimately. And I I wouldn't be surprised if they try and do some dirty shit. And I just hope the refs keep that under control early and often. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely agree with you on the on the fact that the Jets are dirty, and I think the Jets are their own worst enemy. And it's and it's almost laughable how. Adam Gase has coached this team or his lack thereof as far as coaching this team. Him and Sam Darnold, I've seen it time and time again on the sideline. They're chewing each other out. Yeah. I, I, they are ripping each other apart. Yep. And you can I can read lips pretty well uh, from you know the UFC fights that I watch of cornermen. Yep. And Adam Gase has had some choice words for Sam Darnold and vice versa. So good, good luck, Jets. Good, good luck. We'll... I think our backups. I do the Adam Gase eyes impression right now, but I I know my eyes can't get that open. So <laughs> yeah, we don't, we'll we save that for next week. Definitely don't want to see DJ Supreme's eyes right now. But <laughs> uh, let's see. Other than that, yeah, we got the Jets next week, and then pretty much we're expecting to be on to Houston in a game where I mean, throw the records out in that one. I think it'd be a very close spread. Are you guys? Right. Try, are you guys trying to attend? Trying to, atti- trying, to trying to, to trying to go to Houston. I mean, I, I love Texas. Texas is an awesome state. I mean, it would be a fun trip. One thing I got to mention if we do play Houston, Deshaun Watson is badly hurt right now. Is he? Badly hurt. I, I, I watched bits and pieces of the Houston Texans-Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. His 
ankle. He literally was clutching his ankle after almost every play. So wow. I, I'm I'm really concerned for the Texans, and, and that could be something oh, that could oh, help. JJ Watt coming back though. JJ Watt, yeah, I have heard right? that that's as well. Tr- yes, that, that's trouble. But I'd rather have Watson out than Watt, personally. I mean, I don't yeah. know who, who's the backup. I don't even know. <laughs> Is this I, so, I don't, I don't know, know. Tom, yeah. Tom Savage. Right, we might, That's probably we, a few we years ago. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we'll cut this out. Um, but yeah, folks, thanks for joining us today. We'll be back, obviously, next week after a Jet, the Jets game at 1 o'clock at Rich Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. We'll be back around 7 o'clock on Sunday night, and then, yeah, we'll be gearing for a big playoff run. I can't wait. Can't wait for that playoff game, man. I, no. I'm so pumped up for that. <laughs> Uncharted territory, Uncharted boys. Territory. And hey, to everyone who tuned in. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Yep. Merry Christmas, um, everybody. Happy New Year. Merry we, Chrysler. Got, we all got the best, Merry the best gift of all. The Bills are in the playoffs with one week to go in the in the season. It's amazing. It's incredible. You're right. Like you said, uncharted territory all day. But like I said, thanks for joining us, Ryan Thomas on Facebook. Thank you. Train Thank Sports you. Uh, on Twitter live post game show. Show sponsor once again, Picasso's Pizza. Thanks once again. Good night now.